Welcome to the Go For Gold podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Bree. I'm a college dropout turned corporate leader turned entrepreneur who helps women embrace the season that they're in while working to create the season they want. Each week, I'll be sharing conversations, strategies, thoughts, tips, etc., to help you not accept the status quo, keep pushing the limits, and go after life in a bigger, bolder, more audacious way. So let's get into it. Well, hello and good morning. Happy Tuesday if you're catching this on release day. Uh, This podcast has been so much fun to be able to talk about things in more detail with you that I normally wouldn't share on my Instagram, just because my Instagram is so much more focused on like health and fitness. And it's been really interesting in choosing topics to speak on as well, because I try to tailor them around what I'm hearing from you in my DMs. And I would say the number one thing I hear from y'all y'all, what am I already in Dallas, Texas, uh, hear from you all is about, um, you know, things that you have going on in your life relationally, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're looking for one, whether you're not, and you're happy being single. But a lot of things we talk about, um, are in regards to relationships. And so I wanted to create an episode and maybe a few episodes where we get to talk more openly about it. And I get to share a little bit more about my perspective, and my passion around relationships and making sure that the relationships that we are in are something that add value to our lives and vice versa. And specifically when it comes to a romantic relationship, that it's something that helps you become more in life and that you aren't settling. I'm honestly really passionate about this topic and I don't say this to judge anyone. So please, if you get your feelings hurt from this, know that that was not my intention, but I see so many people in mediocre relationships that are not adding value to themselves and are probably keeping them in some cases from fulfilling their purpose in life. And I'm not saying that, you know, if you got into a bad relationship and that's where you're at right now, your life is over and there's no value to it. But I do think that I see a lot of people settle when it comes to relationships just so that they can say that they're in one or just to have that little part of their life, like the, the, the box checked off rather than making sure it's really the relationship that they want long-term. I know for myself, I've not always been perfect at this either. In fact, I've been in and out of a lot of relationships in my 20s, and I'm so, so grateful that I'm in my 30s not attached to one of those relationships still because my life would be completely different. To be honest, when I was in each of those relationships, I could have made them work. I've dated some people that are honestly really good people, But being with them made me sacrifice a piece of who I am, whether it was focusing more on them than maybe the work that I was supposed to do in my business, or maybe it was spending financial resources on them rather than towards, you know, financial goals that I had for myself, or maybe it was just that I wasn't living in my true potential because of the habits and the culture we had created for that relationship. So my passion for this and for you to be in a healthy, thriving relationship doesn't come from me always having it right. It comes from me making a lot of mistakes relationally and thankfully getting through them and on the other side of them wiser and more aware of what a healthy relationship should really look like. And my hope is that through me sharing my experiences with relationships, interviewing a couple people when it comes to relationships, it just gives you permission to expect more out of yourself, out of relationships, and out of the the life that you create with or without someone. In 2021, our current divorce rate in America is 50%. So these aren't just my opinions or feelings about people's relationships. This is literally facts. 
but there are three things I think lead to this that I want to kind of talk through. The first one is influence, influence by those around you. We know that you become the five people that you surround yourself with the most, which means you get your expectation or standard of relationship from the people that you're around right now. So your friends, your family, work friends, etc. They kind of set the standard for what you expect out of a relationship. But when you have the facts and you realize that 50% of people's marriages are ending right now, I want that to empower you to know that you don't have to expect that to be your situation. Usually we're influenced by others because we don't have a clear enough expectation for what we want. So this is where I'm going to encourage you to go back to the vision casting episode and really sit down and think about what do you want a relationship to look like? What would it look like to be in something that really brought value to your life where you felt like you were truly thriving in life? What are your non-negotiables? What are your standards? What are the areas that you are not willing to sacrifice or negotiate on? This is your time where you get to literally set your expectations high. I know for myself personally, when getting into relationships before I really had this figured out for myself, I let the relationship and then the person sort of define what my expectation was because I was willing to just do what I needed to to be in that relationship versus the heartache that I could have saved myself from if I had just sat down and figured out exactly what I wanted first. And then I would have known exactly from the beginning whether that relationship was something worth pursuing or not. Now, if you do this, does this mean that you're going to be single longer than you probably would like, or maybe than the expectation that you think other people have of you? Yes, you will. But I truly believe you can't find what's meant for you while you're distracted by something that's not. So you're actually going to end up finding a relationship worth having much sooner by taking the time to really define what that would look like and then waiting for it. Instead of being okay with subconsciously being influenced by the relationships around you, I want you to take a stance today and decide that you are going to be the one influencing relationship statuses in a healthy, positive way so that those around you can expect more too. The second thing I think is causing relationships to be I keep using this word normal. You get to insert whatever definition you want for that, but normal is our society. And I could go on a whole rant about our society right now, and I'm sure in one of my podcast episodes, I absolutely will. You'll be getting to know me a little bit more in these podcast episodes than maybe on my social media. But one thing is for sure, this whole weird obsession that we have with quote-unquote feminism in here in America and what it means to be a woman and have empowerment has really messed us up. I know I'm not going to be popular with everyone for talking about this, but it's how I feel and I'm, again, pretty passionate about it, so here it goes. We have fought so hard for women's rights and for women to be considered equal to men that we've almost gone on the opposite side of the scale. In our efforts to feel more empowered, I believe we've actually disempowered men in a very toxic way. Now, don't get me wrong. You know me. You know I am all about women empowerment, strong, independent female. We can do this on our own, all of the things. However, that's how I show up in my daily life. I am an alpha female. I'm a leader. I show up with my masculine energy every single day. But society and our culture has taught us that we need to bring that same energy into our relationship. And I truly believe this has messed us up from the start. God didn't design relationships that way. 
God is the author of relationships and he designed it very specifically where the man shows up as the protector, as the provider, as the leader. And us as women get to lay down our masculinity and show up as feminine women there to support, love, and nurture. However, that's not what's praised in the media. If you've been on my social media at all, you've seen me hint at my disgust for people like Cardi B, Miley Cyrus, and this whole like show off your body because it empowers me movement. And I think it's just really ruined what it looks like to have a healthy relationship. Again, I'm all about women standing up for themselves. And and, and I, I truly do believe there's a certain kind of strength that it takes to be a feminine, capable woman. But I truly believe that God created man and women for very specific roles in a relationship. And I'm sorry, but I'm so much more than my body. That's not how I'm going to control a man. That's not how I'm going to show up and feel empowered. And it's it's literally ruined the expectation. It's also given men permission to look at us as sexual objects And it's let them off the hook from actually having to show up as a provider because we're saying we want to, we've got it, we don't need you. Again, on my own, I don't need a man, as cliche as that sounds. I am very confident in who I am as a human and what I'm capable of on my own. However, if and when the time comes for God to bring a man into my life, I'm ready to do it as a partnership. With him leading the way, truly guiding and protecting our relationship, and us moving forward towards purpose together. I hear a lot that it's the man's fault or it's the woman's fault. Men are, are too lazy or they treat women the wrong way or whatever. And, and w- women are too confident on their own or too independent and well, whatever the case may be. But this isn't a matter of which gender is at fault for unhealthy relationships. I think it has to do more so with us not truly striving for a relationship the way that God created it. Regardless of how you feel about my opinion on this matter, the truth is there's a lot of hurt people living outside of God's direction for relationship, and that can lead to and does lead to a lot of problems. And that is the perfect segue into my third point of things that keep us from these thriving relationships I'm talking about, and that is the need to heal our heart, become better versions of ourselves, and take the time to prepare for the kind of relationship we want and deserve. It might sound cliche to say love yourself first or you can't love someone else fully, but regardless of whether it's cliche or not, it's true. You have to be a whole person heading into a relationship if you want to have a successful one. Otherwise, you're stuck with two broken, hurt people trying to make something whole. And if you don't have all the pieces, it's never going to be whole. I'm not saying that you have to go on this single journey forever or that if you didn't do that and you're in one right now, it's too late for you. I'm just maybe asking you to ask yourself, do you have some growing to do before you expect to be in a happy, thriving relationship? The other question I want you to ask yourself is the idea of the person that you want, someone who would date you. This one might sting a little bit, but it's a question I had to ask myself first. As I've gotten older, my expectation of the type of person that I'm going to be with has only gotten higher. And I had to really look in the mirror one day and think to myself, what happens if I actually do meet this almost unicorn of a man? Am I going to be the type of woman that he wants as well? Not because I'm less than or not deserving of love or anything like that, 
more so just for accountability of myself that I need to evolve and grow at the same pace I'm going to expect somebody else to be evolving and growing right now until we find each other. So if you are in a season of single right now, I'm going to empower you to stop wishing so hard you were in a relationship and start just focusing on yourself and your own growth because you wishing and wanting for a relationship isn't going to make it happen any faster. But by you taking the time to focus on you and how you can show up every single day just a little bit better, it's going to ensure the quality of the relationship that you do end up in. So this season of singleness is not a waste. It's not for nothing. And it's not something you just need to get through. It can be a very intentional time for you to grow into the version of yourself that gets to enter in a relationship that's more amazing than you even thought possible. Here's the main message I want you to hear from this episode loud and clear. There are some things that are going to get in your way and are going to try to keep you from having the relationship that you deserve and the kind of relationship that you can expect to have. But knowing those things just help you know what to focus on so that you can be prepared for the moment that that relationship does enter your life and you're ready for that journey. Those are just my initial thoughts on relationships. Obviously, I have a lot more to say and I'm excited because the next few episodes, I'm going to be interviewing a couple of my friends and people in my life and just talking and having open conversations in regards to this topic. Next week, I'm actually going to be inviting my good friend, Jen, onto the podcast, and we're going to get into things like divorce, forgiveness, and learning to embrace the season you're in. I hope you join us. I hope you remember that you are allowed to set your expectations high. A beautiful, amazing relationship is waiting for you. And until then, keep going for gold in all areas of your life as you continue to expect and get more. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear all about it. If you'd head over to the podcast on iTunes, go leave me a review and share your thoughts. Until next time, keep going for gold.